The Donut Bag is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Your data is your business. Protect it with ExpressVPN for three extra months free with a one-year package. Go to the link listed in my Twitter profile. All right. Black Panther, Wakanda forever. In terms of, yeah, we all do this. In terms of MCU second movies, um, there are some good ones and some bad ones. Um, I'm thinking of, well, I'm thinking of, I think that Iron Man 2 might have been the first one, which not not so good. Um, there was, I don't have them in order, but I know there was, to, to me, my least favorite was Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Um, uh, I know we'll, we uh, we always argue about Thor 2. <laughs> I got to go. Yeah, I got Thor 2 is definitely my weakest um, sequel. Um, Sorry, on, I didn't the, know that. No. <laughs> um, on the good side, there's um, um, Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Oh, the best one. Um, yeah. Which Top other one? Five all time, regardless of order. Right, right. Uh, what else was Earth? Um, Ultron. Yeah, just the Avengers 2. Avengers yeah. 2. Well, <laughs> although I, I would say Avengers 2 is like the weakest of all the Avengers movies. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean I but like that's also putting it yeah. in with so, like, there's not like. Um, you got Avengers, then Infinity War and Endgame, and then Age of Ultron is the weakest of those four. That's still a pretty good group to, group to be in. I mean, Ultron's Ultron is a middle of the road kind of Marvel movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there was Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness, which oh. which was that mm. might actually be the worst of the second. You movie. you don't you, you guys? Oh yeah, you guys. You guys I like really did not like that. Um, one. I yeah. liked it fine. It was just it wasn't. It's not Winter Soldier. It's not Winter Soldier good. Um, Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, well, and the second. No, Spider-Man wait, wait, wait. No, no, no Spider-Man yeah, Homecoming was the second one. Yeah, or, Far From Home was the was the one with Mysterio where he goes. You to know London. what? I'd have to say that's one of the weaker um, uh, Spider-Man movies. Ooh. Yeah, still, like better, still better than the third Tobey Maguire, but. <laughs> um. Anyway, the, as as far as ranking them, the um, I I absolutely love this. Then again, the first Black Panther is one of my not only one of my favorite MCU movies of all time, just one of my favorite movies in general of all time. So it had a lot to live up to, and it it pulled it off. It, it lived up to it. Out of ten, how how much would you give Black Panther: Wakanda Forever? Go ahead, Andrew. Uh, I'm going to say a solid eight with the potential to go up with further viewings. I have a feeling because I've only seen it once in theaters. There's probably a lot of little Easter eggs I missed that would probably maybe inch it up. And I have a feeling that going back and viewing this in two, three years after they've built out these next phases of the MCU, I think this is going to play a lot more of a role than people realize. Um, So it's a solid eight. It's a good movie on its own. There's some nitpicky things that I didn't like about it that I would have changed, but given the shadow that this movie came in, just all that it had to do right to even like to just not piss people off. I think it did. I think they did a fantastic balancing act with some of the touchier stuff they had to do while still telling a fairly decent story. 
I will say, and we'll get to it when we get to it, but the whole the the whole subplot with uh, Legger D. Fontaine and I forget the agent, the U.S. CIA guy's name in the in the movie, but that whole storyline could have been cut. I didn't. That didn't really serve a purpose to me. Like it served know. a purpose for like future stuff. That's it. It might, but, but we already knew. We already knew she was doing shady stuff in the background. So, exactly. The, really, you're right. It it, it could have been cut. Uh, Pam, what do you think uh, out of ten? You know, I have to agree almost 100 percent with what you just said, Andrew. I I give it a solid eight. The more I see it, I might. Ch- I I wanted to see it again before we talked, but I didn't get a chance. But there's a lot you can see, like you said, Joey, that there's a lot that this is setting up. And there were certain things I didn't like. Same kind of thing. I mean, I I, I agree. A solid eight. I am um, I'm giving it a nine now. Um, but one thing that confuses me is I guess this is the last film of Marvel Phase Four. Oh yeah, I don't even pay attention to the phases I don't anymore. Me either. I mean, this was just a if this was Marvel Phase Four, then Marvel Phase Four was just a. I don't want to say misguided, but a but a random hodgepodge of movies that really did not have anything connecting to it. So I don't know. You could just put, you could just call it whatever phase you want, but there's just I mean, it started with WandaVision and then it went to um then there was Falcon and Winter Soldier, then Loki, then Black Widow, then Shang-Chi, then Eternals, then Hawkeye, then Spider-Man No Way Home, Moon Knight, Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness, Ms. Marvel. Thor, Love and Thunder, She-Hulk, and now this. Basically, none of those things had anything in common. Yeah. So why you're you're okay? Fine. You know what? Let's just this is just an in between phase till we get to whatever the next phase is. Is probably going to be a lot more um, cohesive and 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 connected and together. But this was just a. I mean, not that I'm complaining. I'm just saying this is just a just a bunch of movies. Basically, it should be called Phase One, Part Two, because this is them starting over. They, they, Captain America, the original Captain America is gone. Steve Rogers is gone. Tony Stark, Iron Man's gone. I mean, Chris Hemsworth seems like he's sticking around forever. So, I mean, who knows what's going to happen with him? But like, they built that Avengers universe out so for so long that now starting kind of back with new heroes feels so weird because we grew with those characters for ten years, and now we're just like, oh, who are these people? So I, I'm willing to give them some mulligans. I, I agree. This doesn't feel like their strongest phase or whatever. These past few things. Loki was a nice bright spot. Um, I thought this was solid. Spider-Man was good. Um, I know you guys didn't like Moon Knight, but I enjoyed that. Um, but yeah, there were some there were some misses. Eternals, good Lord. I hope we never see those characters again. I know we will, but... <laughs> that actually um, brings up one of my one of my points on Namor's character, but I'll get to that when we get to Namor or okay. Namor or Namor or however you want to pronounce okay. it. Um, do it like three different ways. The the big thing, and and you you mentioned this already, Andrews. How do they deal with the the elephants in the room? How do you deal with Chaswick Boseman dying? You basically had two options. You either um, do what they did and just acknowledge he, you know, the Black Panther passed away. Because the actor passed away, or you recast Chadwick Bo- Chadwick Boseman, and boy, am I happy they did they, they did not recast him because I I would feel horrible for whoever had to fill those shoes. You couldn't; mm-hmm. they're impossible to fill shoes. Impossible. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, um, so yeah, yeah there were so I, many rumors I, swirling around as to what they were going to do. I knew Michael B. Jordan was back. I didn't know in how big a role, 
And so I, I was like, like, are they going to make him Black Panther? Like, what are they going to do here? So um, I thought they handled it well. Personally. I, I heard some of the plot points of what they would have done if Chadwick Boseman were alive. And it, it was basically everything that Shuri went through. It would have been what, what um, Black Panther went through, basically examining like the grief that he would have felt is that um, he got blipped. And now we know about his kid. So basically he missed out on his kid being like being there for his, the first five or six years of his child's life and how he's dealing with that and how he's had to deal with other fathers dealing with that. Also, there would have been, there would have been a big thing with Killmonger and uh, the, 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 the whole teasing the, the U S is going to invade or, or attack a, a Wakanda. That would have been a bigger thing, but all, but, but, it, but mostly it was the same thing. Namor was going to be involved. Mm. It was basically going to be very similar. So uh, yeah. I think they handled it so well. I, I, I huge snaps for, I love that they not only had, the character die but they obviously had him have an illness and die and have something like it was so parallel to life and i liked that they did that it was i thought it was classy they did it they did exactly classy they did it in a respectful manner he didn't die fighting thanos he didn't die fighting some random villain or something like that they didn't make a plot point out of it they just said illness and and he was strong to the end everything about chadwick boseman they described when they were describing T'Challa. It was perfect. Thank you. Perfect. The way it was, the way it was described, like when Shuri said, he was sick, but he didn't tell us, and we didn't know until exactly. it was too late. I'm gonna try to like, keep it together. This whole time. I know, right? I was crying in the theater um, hearing that. Yeah, yeah. Um, very, very well done. Uh, so let's start um, how how it did started. Uh, basically, uh. It started with basically the movie starts and, and Shuri is praying to um, the 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 god Bast um, to to please allow me to heal my bro- please allow me to heal my brother and I'll believe in you because I mean, that's one of the themes of this movie is Shuri does not believe in that ancestral stuff she is a person of science and believes in scientific things Not timely and, and topical yeah yeah and and yeah. the religious stuff <clears throat> just just does does not does not factor into her at all so she said so she basically and i mean we've I, many of us have done this where we 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 pray to god and say um hi thanks i really need something right now and uh if you if you grant me this maybe i'll believe in you or something like yeah. that so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, factor. yeah um so uh, she is trying to regrow the heart-shaped herb that uh, that Killmonger killed in 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 Black Panther one, uh, and she's trying to three D print it or, or something like that. Yeah, that was that was an that was an interesting choice. Yeah, so she's she's it trying was. to print it, and um, her mother comes in and says, "That's it. He's he's gone." Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we start with the. With the with the credits and the credits are all Black Panther. I all it up again. I didn't know that was happening either. Like all these things I didn't know about. Uh, yeah. yeah, that was a great. That was that was a classy move by Marvel. Yeah, like I agree. that was that that was a classy move. I agree. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
Yeah. Uh, here, here's something also time. So, 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 so it's showing various things of him being in, I mean, basically he was in black Panther. Uh, he was in a, a Captain America civil, civil war. He, he was, was in civil, civil war. war. He was, I think that's the first time we saw him. Yeah, it was Black his introduction, Panther, yes. Then um Avengers Infinity War and Avengers Endgame. Um and and what if? And what if where he was Star Lord, yes. <laughs> that was actually his last Marvel, that was, like role. Yeah. That was actually Chadwick Boseman. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um uh, he said he, there, there's something that he said. I mean, there's so many things he said that, that was awesome. But what one of the things he said uh, to in Black Panther, I believe in Black Panther one uh, to the UN when they were uh, when they were announcing Wakanda to the world, he said, now more than ever, the illusions of division threaten our very existence. We all know the truth more connects us than separates us. But in times of crisis, the wise build bridges while the foolish build barriers. We must find a way to look after one another as if we were one single tribe. I absolutely love that. It's amazing. It It is. It is. It is amazing. Although also um, there is a commencement speech that um, Chadwick Boseman did. um, I I believe he went to Howard University and he did this commencement and it's it's like forty five minutes long. Just if you just search how um, Chadwick Boseman commencement speech, it'll come up. Just skip to the last like five or six minutes. It is so good. He talks about basically gives life advice and gives how how you, your life should have purpose and why you're on this planet and stuff like oh that. My it God. is wow. so beautiful and so awesome. And that's what we have to remember is he was diagnosed, I believe, with colon cancer in like 2016. And he died in August of 2020. So for for four years, he knew he was going to die. And when you know you're going to die, I guess you approach life differently. <laughs> you 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 say things differently and stuff like that. And uh, it's uh, it's it's beautiful. It, it, it's absolutely beautiful. So anyway, um, so, so now we go. Um, they they have a they have a funeral, and then we we cut to a year later. And Queen Ramonda is addressing the UN <laughs> and uh, and the United States and France and all these countries are yelling at her. It's like, why don't you give us why don't you give us vibranium? Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was kind of weird, yeah. but okay. Yeah. No, I totally get I totally get I, that. I mean, that, I, I get it, but yeah. Yeah. Oh. Well, well, I think it, I think they did a nice little bait and switch though when they when the mercenaries turn out to be the French and not the Americans because I think you're like meant to immediately view the U.S. as the ones that sent in the troops and it was actually right. France the whole time. Right. I thought that was hilarious. And I thought they were going to pull it off and then, but it's like they were ready. <laughs> they were right yeah. there. Um, yeah, I mean, because we have to remember in and at this point in the MCU, Wakanda is the most powerful nation on Earth because they got all the vibranium. I'm sure that's going to change. I'm sure there's going to be whole movies about it. And I think that's what the whole Val thing and the Thunderbolts thing is going to be, is trying to get their own vibranium. Uh, it could be. They're getting their own movie, though. So I don't I don't know that that'll be the center like thrust of their of their thing. But yeah, the, the, the whole Wakanda isolationist thing is going to it's going to come to blows at some point. Yeah. Uh, there is an ocean expedition where a team of divers is trying to use a one of kind vibranium detector to find vibranium, but Namor, Namor, and his peeps come and basically wipe them all out. Uh, and we're introduced to Namor and 
This scene was so awesome. I loved the scene on the oil rig. It was so creepy. Like it had it had real creepy vibes that I was not expecting from this movie where they just like this this they pop up out of the water and they do the siren song thing and the guys are just jumping. Like that had some real creepy vibes. I was I, I very much enjoyed that scene. I think everything about that culture was kind of creepy. I it it was unexpected. It was, I didn't I mean have we haven't seen anything about any of those characters and any of that completely that's new like, for this movie. Totally new. Because I I was like, wait. Who are these people? And they were creepy. I agree. And and it's a it's a I believe the way they they handle um Namor and those people in this movie is totally different than the way it was handled in the comics. Basically, it sounds like they just copied off of Aquaman in the comics. All right. In Namor's defense, he existed before Aquaman in the comics. Okay. Okay. Namor the um, Submariner existed before Aquaman, technically speaking, in the in the publication history in the comics. Okay. They are the same character, essentially. Okay. So there's a lot of there's a lot of that. You could talk about whether Flash or Quicksilver came first. It's all like potato potato. It doesn't grand scheme, it doesn't drastically matter. Okay. So, um, so now we go to <laughs> Anderson Cooper on CNN reporting on the I love that he kept that's, popping up. That's cool. Um, on the crawl <laughs> of uh, of the CNN thing, there was um, there, um, Scott Lang was promoting his book. I know. Oh, yeah. That, that uh, was cool. It I was, was like, the, oh, wait, the, cool. the book is called Look Out for the Little Guy, which is really cute. Um, I noticed that. Um, Ramona finds Shuri in the lab where she's making she's making some suits for the Dormelage or something like that. They're called Midnight Angels. I'm, I don't care. Yeah, I didn't um, love those suits. That's one of my nitpicks. I really, yeah, I really was not a um, fan. But mom wants to take the daughter to the site to burn T'Challa's funeral garments because that is that's what you do. And um, they're talking, and uh, <laughs> I, I think I think Ramonda was talking about some hand and the ancestors and stuff like that. And Shuri is basic. Shuri is basically. I really don't believe in this stuff and I'm mad. Uh, she says, if I sit here and think about my brother too long, it won't be these clothes that I burn, but the world and everyone in it. Mm. A pretty profound line. Yeah. Pretty profound line. And, you know, when you're dealing with grief, anger is, is perfectly natural thing to feel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, totally. I was glad totally... she, she was that way. I, I thought that was real. It made it really you know, relatable. It was exactly real and real and relatable. Uh, then Namor shows up and he says, you have such a beautiful place. Why did you reveal it to the world? You idiots. Mm -hmm. um, and one thing I didn't notice is basically that he, uh, that Shuri detected was he was like his, a lot of his stuff had vibranium in it. A lot yeah, of the things she he was that. wearing. I don't know how she knew that. Like, she's just like, oh, he's covered in vibranium. Like, could she like sense it or something? I, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I that was the same. I, I don't know. I just chalked it up to, okay, sure. It's vibranium, whatever. Um, I do love the fact, because this was a big thing when they were talking about bringing Namor to the screen. Were they going to put the wings on his feet? Because they're kind of like a goofier, like character trait that is kind of carried over from when he was first published in like the 1940s. And I love that Sherry just calls it out. I was like, do you see the wings on his feet? <laughs> I was just like, yep, they called it out. Cool. We can we cannot focus on that anymore. There's one thing about him that um 
we'll, we'll talk about it in a minute that that really that really annoys me but anyway um so the council of elders get together and they're talking about this and and they're guessing it's like well there must have been another meet vibranium meteorite that 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 fell and you know so now we're dealing with two you know <laughs> we're not the only people with vibranium um and they i guess they talk to everett ross and he tells them that uh he tells shuri and ramonda that um that the the person that made that vibranium detector is a um scientist and, and is an mit student mm. um and so they go to visit her and shuri and akoye go to uh it's Shuri and, and uh, Koye go to college. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> American Pie presents. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, they are in her uh, dorm room and she's freaking out and she's throwing things at them. And Koye says, I'm going to give you two options. You either come to Wakanda conscious or unconscious. Yeah. Um, so, and they go to Riri's uh, warehouse and she is, she is basically really smart and she built a quantum computer because she forgot for, to crack a password or something like that oh yeah she had to build a quantum um, computer because she has like such crazy algorithms as, as security on her computer i did not realize this at the time and i feel dumb but, but maybe not but so this is iron heart yes i did this not know heart. this at the Wait, time what, what, what? iron heart iron heart is basically the next is like the successor to iron man yeah she's she's going to be the next iron man she is the girl. The, yeah, the girl. Mary Williams. Yes, she's so, that's that's basically girl Tony Stark we're looking at. Basically, yeah, she popped up. She's a recent comic book edition, so like Namor's really old. She's fairly recent. She basically she's sixteen, I think, when she first pops up. But she's she builds an Iron Man suit in her garage in Chicago, like she's that smart. And it happens to be right after like Iron Man, quote unquote, died one of the times in the comics. They all die like four or five times. But um, she has like she builds her an Iron Man suit and becomes Iron Man for a little while. Like she, her suit looks almost identical and stuff like that. Like the suit she has, suits she has in this movie don't aren't what she has in the comics. But at least what's, I've read. what's really cool is I saw a lot of parallels between her building these suits in Iron Man One when Tony was first building his oh, suits. Absolutely, I, Very... I agree, total parallel. But I did not know that that was a, yeah. I I, I I didn't know until until like but th there was one. Um, toward the end of the movie when she's making a suit in Wakanda and she she literally hammers out a heart so that's that was another thing but yeah that is I, that is basically the future and there's going to be a series there's going to be an Ironheart series coming uh, up um, she's supposed to come up in Iron in Armor Wars too with Don Cheadle um, my favorite Iron Man callback was when she goes up and chases the drone and then like passes out and falls just like I Iron know. Man does in the first one that was that. so great I loved that part yeah, very cool. Good. Very cool. That was cool. Um, I like so that yeah, era. they go to they go to the the warehouse and uh, then um, I guess the 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 uh, the, the feds or whoever come start coming after her and Okoye gets in the muscle car. Shuri is in a motorcycle and Riri is in her exosuits and uh, and they win! Yay! And they Yay. and they ride together for three seconds and then they get bombed by a water grenade and yeah. uh name well namor's namor wasn't there but but his uh his peeps, yeah. were, his there. peeps were there and the they are, tens, uh, i think is what they're is what they're believe, to. Yeah, we just called them atlanteans they're atlanteans like <laughs> Basically, much yeah. Simpler. <laughs> yeah i yeah I'll just call them atlantis <laughs> um yeah and and basically um shuri they're they're uh, 
I don't know if they were going to kill Riri or or what, but but basically Shuri says, Can, "Take me to Namor." And he parlays. So they, 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 what's that? He parlays. It's the same. It's the same move Elizabeth Swan pulled in the first Pirates. She parlays to get taken to the captain. It's the same. Okay. It's the same move. But yeah, I thought that was I thought that was smart. I also liked that they actually let Okoye just go toe to toe with the biggest dude. Like usually they break it off and you have a girl on girl fight and the guys fight the guys, and they just let Okoye and that dude go at it. And I thought that was a great fight scene. I loved that. I actually like that too. I agree. Yeah. I mean, Okoye cannot be used to fighting someone with you know similar armor, weapons, and strength. So. True. Yeah. That that had that 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 was a huge surprise. I mean, like like I think she like she was pushed back at one point. Like she had to pull pull onto a spear. And it's like, whoa! I'm 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 being yeah. pushed out. The of moment where of... he like the, her spears jammed into the ground, he like whips her and like slams her into his own her own spear. I like actually winced at that. I was like, oh, that had to hurt. Ow. Yeah, they, so. they said that scene took like four months to film or something like that. I don't know. There was a lot of like really intricate stuff in that, and like I'm I'm happy Okoye got her got, like got her fight moments. Okoye has been one of the most like badass female characters we've had, and she kind of gets sidelined. I like that she was a little bit more of a focal point in this one. That was one of my like real big positives out of this. But this is really this is a Shuri story, so yeah. So next scene is Everett Ross arrives at the crime scene. And he meets Val, yeah. who is the CIA director. Yeah, I, I was like, what? What, wait a minute. Uh, what's happened? That was that confused me. I was like, what did I miss? When did um, that I, happen? I don't yeah, even know. Exactly. But. Well, we never really knew her title, right? When she's popped up, she's popped up in Falcon and Winter Soldier and the end of Black Widow or yeah, the end of Black Widow. We never she never announced what her title was. She just said she just ca- came to recruit U.S. agent and right. Um, um, yeah, but, but the thing is, like the the CIA director is kind of like a, a public, um, a, a public position that like you have to that like that has to be, um, like voted on by Congress and stuff like that. So it's kind of weird. Maybe not that that um, that what's his face uh, U.S. agent didn't know who she was, but so maybe she either she was either she's been CIA director all along, or she just got that title. But that's true. Too. That's true too. But granted, we've never seen how elected officials get into power. There's the whole scene in the one Iron Man where he like rescues the president. We never like saw him get elected. We just right. like okay, he's the president. Whatever. Right. Right. Um, I. I, I didn't like the way she showed up. That character to me, someone who doesn't know the character previously from comics or other stories, you know, she shows up that little bit in um, Falcon and Winter Soldier, right? And then, like, here she is in this major role again. Like, I, she, we don't know well, enough about her. I'm There's guessing not enough about her. She's going to play a big role coming up. I, I, I'm guessing. Yeah. They're trying to make her. They're trying to make her the evil Nick Fury. That's what they're trying to do. That's why she pops yes. up here and there and things. That's why she exactly. popped up at the end of Falcon and Winter Soldier, just like Fury popped up at the end of Iron Man. She works. They're trying to make shadows. her bad. They're trying to make her evil, Nick Fury. She so. she just works in the shadows. You don't. See. Yeah, but Fury has. I don't know. I I just thought that I just for some reason Fury's here and there made sense. I mean, even for somebody who hasn't read all the comics, like. He's forming the Avengers. Okay, he's with Iron Man. Okay, and every one of his little tiny scenes he had had a point. But like this feels almost unrelated to the stuff we saw before. Like 
And that's why I didn't love that, that entire side plot with her and Ross. And like, honestly, like I get where they're going with it really, but you could have cut it. Like I would have loved to have seen more Ross. I mean, cause he was important and you know, he and Shuri have this bond because of her saving him. I would have loved to have seen more of him, but with a different storyline. Yeah. I think he pops up a lot in the next time we see Nick Fury, ironically enough, is in the upcoming secret invasion. And I, think i only saw the trailer once but i think ross is in it and okay. it's going to be much more grounded and like spy oriented and stuff and less like superheroes <laughs> although i did see a shot of a scroll so we may get we may get more to ross's story so i hope we do so when uh, so we also learned that they're they used to be married okay oh yeah weird that was a weird thing to drop i don't know enough about either of those characters from the comic books because they're not that like prevalent at least in what i read so I missed that. Um, yeah. So Okoye is back in Wakanda and she has to tell the mom, hey, what? hey, I lost your kid. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, and I mean, when they went, I, I believe that, you know, Okoye is like, don't worry, we'll be safe. We'll be, you know, nothing will happen. <laughs> and yeah. uh, the Ramonda is freaking out, understandably, and basically says, you're not you're you're fired <laughs> get out you're you have to you have to reason you have to turn turn in your spear um Which and sh- she also says yeah this is uh this is where she says i am queen of the most powerful nation in the world and my entire family is gone have i not given everything angela the bassett way, is an absolute the, treasure oh, in this movie. she was awesome and the way she delivers it just screaming oh was so powerful yeah great stuff yeah i, I was, agree but I was upset that Okoye got like stripped of her, her like. I thought that was a bit harsh. I thought it was harsh too. I mean, you, this you, this babe is taking care of them through all this stuff, and I don't know. I thought that was overkill. There you want to know what I thought was going to happen? I thought that firing was so, was going to come back to be like they were going to show like some little like oh she like side whispered something, and that was Okoye's go ahead to like go off book. She's no longer an agent of Wakanda. She's just going to go and find her however she could. And then I they think, brought in the other character. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 see, I, I see what you're saying. But um, also, Ramonda is also holding a grudge because when Killmonger, the brief time when Killmonger took over in Black Panther 1, oh, yeah. Okoye was by his side. Yeah. She had which, to which be. had to, which had to piss off uh, uh, Ramonda. But uh, yeah. So Ramonda goes to Haiti, uh, an orphanage in Haiti, and finds Nakia. Oh, and there's some little random kid running around. I'm sure he won't factor into anything in the future. Um, <laughs> and that now Shuri and Riri are in a... <laughs> I've heard it described as Neighbor's Man Cave. Which <laughs> I like it. I like it. Okay. I mean, and like he's painting, which makes sense. You can't paint underwater. So you need like a cavern that that you could, yeah, have 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 all your man cave stuff. <laughs> that's yeah. that's hilarious. I never heard it called that, but that's I'm using this, that now. I think this part, this is my. I thought this was the weakest part of the movie. I like it lasted too long. I, yeah. I get why what we needed to learn. I get what we needed to find out about those characters and like. I just thought it went on too long. That's the one part of the movie that I felt 
was a little bit slow. The rest of it was like, you're, you can't believe all that time is passing a couple hours plus are passing. But that little part for me was like, okay, I know why you're here. Let's see what's going to happen next. Right. Right. Um, um, sure. He is told to put on a traditional telecon dress and Riri says, that's some super villain stuff. That's like when they put Princess Leia in the the thing in Return of the (laughs) Jedi. Star Wars reference. Yes. Hey, Disney Uh, owns it all now. Let's make those references. Basically, yeah. Yeah, because I referenced, like, I think Indiana Jones and uh, and Beauty and the Beast. Like, yeah, let's, why don't we reference Miss Piggy, too, or something like that. But All uh, our intellectual properties. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Synergy. I liked it. Um. So, um, so Nakia goes searching for Shuri and she's speaking Spanish and also ancient Mayan who, okay, whatever. Um, too much. Yeah. Um, so Namor and and Shuri are talking and Namor explains his backstory that in 1571 Spanish conquistadors came and gave everyone smallpox and everyone was dying. Um, and then they they prayed to the the god shock um who is a god of rain and abundance uh for a cure and shock led them to a plant underwater sprouting from a vibranium rock they ingest the plant and they wake up with blue skin and they're dying because they need to jump in the water and they jump in the water and they're fine but the mom is has is is, is pregnant with namor so namor is like a a hybrid between the humans and the the water people, whatever they're called now, and yeah. uh, um, so Atlanteans, so, Atlanteans, yeah, yeah. I'm, I called them Atlanteans in my head the entire movie. <laughs> um, so, so the mother says, "Go back, go back, try to go back to the to the to the surface." He goes to the surface and he sees that 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 they're basically basically it's a slave plantation. They've turned the people into slaves, and he burns the plantation down. And someone someone's they they call him um, El Nino Sin Amor, Sin Amor, uh, the the, the no boy love. without love, which was where you get Namor, Sin Namor. Okay, I I prefer Aquaman, but okay. Um, <laughs> So none of has... this is none of this is from the comics, by the way. They made this up for the movie. Oh, I wondered about that. Actually. This is yeah, because because the the yeah the the comic stuff is just very very. He's had he's had so many weird origins. Like it's it's yeah. Has this it, was ha- so much more streamlined. Isn't isn't he hasn't he been around for like since the forties or something like that? It's been it's he been, was first published in nineteen thirty nine. Oh my goodness! Yeah. No more t- what? Namor no no was first pu- first appeared in publication in 1939. He was a member of the Invaders with Captain America and the original Human Torch, which was not Johnny Storm. Okay. Interesting. Uh, so they Namor gives Shuri a deep sea sot, deep sea diving suit, and they go down to Pelican. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, you miss you what? miss you missed the you missed the big moment. What? He drops the mutant word. They oh yeah, he says mutant. he's a mutant. We, we finally have our first confirmed mutant in the MCU. Woo! They were not no. allowed. They were not allowed to say mutant for, for all this time because of the whole X-Men and because it belonged to another company. It belonged to, and now they own that company, so now they can use mutants. Officially mutants in the MCU. Let's go. He says he's a mutant. Yes. Yeah. Yay. Um, 
so um so yeah they they go to Talacon and okay the 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 a lot there's a lot of vibranium down there apparently the palace is made of vibranium um i don't know didn't seem like a fun place it's I, all I to humanize the Talokens or the Atlanteans or whatever. That's yeah. that's the, all that yeah. scene's for. It's to show Riri, like, oh, they're just people too, like, moment. Like, yeah. that's all that scene Again, for. not necessary. Let's go. Yeah, <laughs> let's go. I agree with you. Like, maybe show that scene, like, but shorten that crap. Right. Um, yeah, here's this, here's this, move along. Yeah. Um, now, Namor gives Shuri a bracelet of friendship, which was a really dumb move because she used that to uh, to defeat him <laughs> later in the I don't movie. think Nor was, Namor was smart enough to figure that out, though. I don't <laughs> think he knew that was going to happen. Here. Here's, here's, well, you can here's, tell that was going to be significant. I mean, the minute he puts it on her, you're like, oh, okay. This yeah, we're hyper focusing on this now. So, yeah, um, all right, yeah. quick question because I've had this, I've had this conversation. Was Namor <laughs> trying to hit on Fury during this scene? Do you think that was like? I don't did you, think anybody so. Anybody catch undertones there? I, don't I didn't. Think so. <laughs> Somebody said, "Oh, he was trying to like seduce her." I was like, "Really? No, no." Okay, I don't know. I didn't get uh, that personally. But... Yeah, I didn't. I didn't see that. <laughs> uh, so basically, uh, th- this is where he reveals his plans. I was like, basically. He hates the surface world and he wants um, his people in Wakanda to team up together to to attack the surface world. Which sounds like a really dumb idea. Well, it sounds like a dumb idea. And I didn't trust it when I heard that. Like when he said that, I thought he doesn't want Wakanda in on this. He wants to take over Wakanda, too. Like I like he instantly goes from, OK, he's a reasonable being to, oh, no, he's full of shit. Oh excuse my language but okay. that's 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 where he went in my mind yeah like, yeah it's sort it's, of it crossed the line too quickly for me it's possible um and, and then there's a scene where like where, where they just come out and say um like the secretary of state guy says like oh yeah um the president's mad and wants to attack wakanda so like yeah it's yeah yeah, I honestly, I did kind of, I thought <laughs> Nimor was manipulative, but I do think he felt like a kinship between Talokan and Wakanda because they were both countries born out of vibranium, isolated from the rest of the world. And especially, it's a tradition, it's a traditional motive for Nimor in the comics is that he hates the surface world for polluting the oceans and stuff. It's same stuff Aquaman gets pissed off about. But like, I could kind of see like Nimor feeling a kinship towards them. He was also manipulating them to get Riri. So there's that. Um, so Namor, uh, Ramonda is like on the beach and, and Namor shows, comes up and says, uh, if you, if you, if you could try to attack me, I'm going to kill you. And then, uh, Nakia rescues Shuri and Riri and they're in Wakanda, we're in Wakanda and, uh, and the, the Namor and his people attack Wakanda. And this is what annoys me. Apparently Namor is basically as strong as thor and the hulk uh, they basically almost made him invincible they, he, they, he was like exceptionally exceptionally strong i agree <laughs> yeah i mean his power set's pretty standard he can fly because of the little wings and he's super strong super fast super durable all that good stuff i think the umbaku like dropping the he punches almost as hard as the hulk thing was also umbaku like posturing a little bit umbaku's always kind of like laid up how tough he is 
I yeah. liked Mbaku in this. Mbaku was the I voice of him. reason half the time. Like, what the heck was that? Which is which is really odd for him because he's just basically he is basically like human Hulk. He's just basically like smash. Let's just beat up things. Let's just yeah. break I love stuff. Mbaku. Yeah. yeah, Mbaku was great in this. In the uh, little, I he's one of my other nitpicks. I wish he got more screen time in this. He I only gets screen time in the very beginning, that little part where they invade, and then the very end. And that's the end, like, which yeah. is annoying. That's we'll get to that. But yeah. yeah. Um, so, uh, so um, Namor stabs the glass and then throws water grenades and basically kills Ramonda. Ramonda dies like basically saving Riri. So now Shuri is in yet another funeral for another loved one. So she's uh she's in really bad shape. Um there's a there's a scene where with Ross and Val and and Ross says, well, what, what, you know, well, well, how would you like if you had, the U.S. had all the, the vibranium? She's like, oh, I would love that. Yay. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, think I haven't dreamt of that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, it's my so, point, honey. That's what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then we have the, the Wakandan city. Um, they they, re, they evacuate to the mountains and they Riri and Shuri come up with how to how to defeat Namor. Let's and, microwave the guy. That's my. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's really stupid to attack the the uh, the the surface people because there's a lot of dry land on the surface, bro. Yeah, not the, not the best idea. But uh, uh, okay. So Shuri is able to successfully make the heart shaped herb because of that bracelet that uh, of that that Namor gave her. So she drinks it. She goes to the ancestral plane, and she sees someone in the throne. I had no idea this was coming. It's Killmonger. I, I had no idea. I knew he was in it. Either. I didn't know where, but I loved this. Wow. That was a great scene. Wow. That was a really good scene. It's so now, now what 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 whoever you see in the ancestral plane is someone that is has that means a lot to them. Like um Black Panther uh, um T'Challa saw his dad when Killmonger was Black Panther was was later. He saw his dad. Instead of Shuri seeing her mom or her brother, she sees her cousin Killmonger because that's where she's at mentally. She still mm-hmm. has that that mentality of that of anger. She's angry at everyone and everything because everything's of what on happened. fire. Exactly, yeah. and and th- there's this great scene with her and Killmonger where basically they're they're <laughs> they're 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 giving each other hell. <laughs> And, uh, you know, that's that's why I loved the first Black Panther, because Killmonger had a point. Well, I like what he says to her at the end of that scene is like, are you going to be noble like your brother? Are you going to take care of business like me? And and we'll get and the next scene is her getting her her Black Panther suit. And she you see her there's Killmonger's thing. There's her thing. And even the suit she ends up choosing is like a mix of the two. Right. I think they did that on purpose to show that she's still conflicted. I think there was a yes. very good chance, character-wise, she would straight murder Namor if she got it, like. I don't think she knew what she was going to do till the moment exactly. came. Exactly. I think that was her initial intention. Is I'm killing this dude. That was. That just, was. Can I also just rewind real quick? The part where she creates the heart-shaped herb, and they're like, "How will we know if it works?" And she's like, "If it glows." And I was like, "Really? That's how scientific we're getting? If it glows?" I was like, "All right." I chuckled to myself in the theater. I was like, "Really? That's that's what we're going <laughs> yeah. with?" So so now Sherry is the new Black Panther. 
and her her plan is to basically be on a ship and lord the telecon to battle and she i, I guess they, they had those sonic things that were going to weaken them or whatever and uh but her plan was basically to lure nimor to the desert and then dry him out and uh and it doesn't quite work be- because he he breaks the ship uh but and and he 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 throws that vibranium spear into her and, and and I don't know why she didn't die, but okay. It's she's her, her she nanobots. Is, what's that? Nanobots. Nanobots. Nanobots <laughs> yeah, save <sure>. <laughs> Do ex machina. Um she and, and now she's her life is fading. She goes back to the ancestral plane and it's it's burning because because she still has Killmonger's rage. Uh, but she pulls out the spear. <laughs> She leaps over Namor and uses the jet engine to to basically weaken. Was that a- what that was? I thought that was a bomb or something. I thought it was a bomb too. I, I was because like, she like activates it. She does the Wakanda Forever thing, and that activates it or something. So maybe, maybe. So now Namor is dying. Possibly Shuri is dying, and she had now she has visions of like basically everything going in reverse, like like all the pain being being removed and she's healing and this time now she sees her mother and her mother says show him who you are and this is where shuri makes the deal with with namor like let's help each other let's protect each other let's not be at war which i think is a really good move on her part because i don't know who would survive a fight between wakanda and and uh atlantis i don't know Mbaku brought up a really good point in that pre in the scene before this, where he's like, they call him a god, not a king. You can kill a king and people will still be pissed, but you kill a god, and that's like an eternity of war. They're never gonna exactly, stop. Exactly. And I thought that was an ex again. Why is Mbaku the voice of reason in this movie? But like he he it's a great point. Like, look at all the religious wars that have been fought over the centuries. People do not let that go. So I think that I think that played into it. I like that this is like Shuri's way of choosing not to let everything burn, like Killmonger said, but she is choosing now to be more like her brother. And it's it's you know, it's like a show don't tell kind of way of doing it. I like the I like the way they did that. They had her it's beautiful at that point. It, I, is. it is. I do think it was all it was a good I almost think again it comes back to that good mix of the two philosophies. Because she does, she is more noble like her brother by not killing anymore, but she is basically negotiating with him at knife point. Like that's that's kind of a killmonger move. It's, like it's okay, sure yeah, way of doing things, not killmonger. I, but it was a mix of the two styles, which is what yeah, I like. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I it was it was a mix of two styles, <laughs> but yeah, that's you know, it's best to negotiate with someone when they're when you're about to kill them. I believe yeah, I you mean, get the best. <laughs> I think I read that in a book somewhere. It's really best when, when, when they're near death is is really when they're they're uh, willing to make concessions. <laughs> um, so Shuri replants the heart shaped um, herb in in the garden at T'Challa's grave site, and and Riri has to go back to uh, the United States, which I really didn't understand why. Why? Why does she have to go back? I why? don't think she has to. I think Riri wants to. Riri s- drops her mom in, in a couple of scenes where she's like, "Can I okay. call my mom or can I reach out?" Okay. To my-? So it has okay. family there, so yeah, I don't I, think Riri- I agree though. 
I, why'd she go back? I thought yeah. she was going to stay. Because she like, has fit. Her mom's still there. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Comic book backstory I guess. will get in Ironheart. So. But yeah. but yeah, that's how, that's how we get Ironheart. That's why that's why she because they're going to be a, a, a TV <laughs> show about her. Uh, but but like the whole, almost a, 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 a large part of this movie was we have to protect Riri because I mean that's you know Namor wanted her dead. And yeah. we have to protect her. And now we're just <laughs> going to let her go to the United States where she could get kidnapped. She could get whatever. True. Um, I just thought it was weird. I, I, You don't. I mean, now that I know that there's this Ironheart movie coming, I know series. there's more coming or series, whatever. But I know that there's more coming because Riri is so underdeveloped. Like, yes. And especially yes. when you get to that point yes. at the end where she stays you know, she doesn't stay in Wakanda. You're like, what was the point of this character? So I'm glad to know there's going to be more about her. I wanted so much more of that character in this. She's like in <laughs> yeah. it for like comic relief and to be the MacGuffin they're all chasing for like the first half of the movie. And then like, she doesn't get a lot of actual character development. Like she builds a new suit and that's no. about it. This so. movie was what, almost three hours, two hours, 40 minutes or something like that. You could have mm-hmm. cut out the stuff with Val. You could have cut out the stuff. Really, Riri had, had had very little other than to introduce a character and say, oh, coming up, she's, she's going to be there. But yeah, she really didn't do much in this movie. Honestly, I thought about it after. You want to know how you streamline the Val Ross stuff? Have the first scene where the Wakandans, where Okoye and Riri meet, or not Riri, um, Shuri meet with Ross and get the intel. Have one of That's the cutscenes just be Val come in and be like, I know you helped the Wakandans. And then you yeah. have the same result. That's you can it. cut out three scenes. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I agree. So. Um, uh, so Namor is back home and he's basically, he basically says, it's like, yeah, okay, we lost, but they're in the future. They're going to need our help because the world is going to be coming after them. And I think he's absolutely right. Oh, yes. So, so yeah, we're things aren't great now, but they're they're going to need a, they're going to need an ally and we're going to be there for them. So I liked that part about for Namor because Namor in the comics for whatever iteration, he's always a very smart character. He's usually pretty mad about stuff. So it kind of blinds him sometimes, but he's very smart and he's always playing like the long game. So I liked that he had like a contingency plan. Like, okay, we may not get exactly what I want, but they're going to need us. Yeah. Um, So now we go to Shuri. She's at the beach in Haiti and she's able to burn the funeral garments and come to peace with her brother and her mother and all that stuff. And they play that song from Rihanna, Lift Me Up, which was so beautiful. Yeah. Oh my God. That was so, so perfect. And Nakia comes in with the, with a little boy and says, Oh, by the way, this is Toussaint. Oh, by the way, this is, <laughs> this is your, your, your nephew. Cause it's T'Challa's son. And blew me away. 100% blew me. Did not see that coming at all. Yeah. Huge. And you know, the, the question is, was like, well, why didn't he want to have him grow up in Wakanda. Why have him grow out in the grow up in the outside world? And um you know that's that's what they decided. So okay. Uh but you know now we have a situation where eventually you know that kid's gonna be Black Panther someday. Well Black Panther. But okay, what about Shuri? That's exactly what about Shuri kind of uh, like uh okay. Like that's really cool, but 
at some point that's gonna be a <laughs> <Don't>, problem. <laughs> didn't we all didn't we just didn't we just now just now name a new Black Panther? Yeah. yeah. Bigger question though. She's the Black Panther. Is she ruler of Wakanda? Because um, Baku steps out of that ship and yeah. challenges for the throne, not to be the Black Panther, but for the throne. I didn't so like that at all. <laughs> the um okay, so remember in Captain America Civil War, yeah. um um T'Challa's dad was the ruler of Wakanda. T'Chaka. And, and, and T'Challa was Black Panther. So they were two separate things. Um, I think Shuri doesn't want to be the ruler of Wakanda because she's busy being Black Panther. So mm-hmm. that's probably where M'Baku is going to come in and be the ruler of Wakanda, which I think is really interesting. I like so that, could though. Be- a positive thing not a negative thing like when i saw that my mind went to why is he challenging shuri but so you're saying maybe you don't think he is challenging Shuri. not challenging shuri for the throne i don't think shuri wants the throne there was never anything they there's more says after he kills the queen he's like oh you're queen now but there's never any like actual thing they're arguing about it in the scene where she drops in and she just wanted she wanted her revenge and she wanted to protect wakanda that was all it was there was no ruler at that point i, I and, can't i could totally see that totally makes sense she is a scientist she is a genius and now she's a warrior i could totally see her concentrated on that stuff and not being a politician basically you know yeah. let someone else do that i think i i i I think it's really cool that Mbaka would do that. I, 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 that's a really cool character development for him. Because to me, he just seemed like a meathead warrior that just wants to, to smash stuff. And now well, he says basically... he, he says at the funeral for Queen Ramonda that um, T'Challa said uh, had come to him and told him he was dying and asked him to look after Suri or Shuri at the end. And then that's when like, like that you really kind of see Umbaku weirdly enough for as little as he's in this movie, he has like the most character development out excited the exception of Shuri. He has the most character development. Yeah. So I liked him a lot in this movie. I like Winston Duke just in general. So like anything he pops up in is usually pretty solid. Well, I'm glad that we talked about this because I was seeing that more of a, as a negative that I didn't like. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad that there's, yeah, not and, be a negative. and you know what? And and the only reason I came to that conclusion is because I saw a bunch of things that 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 talked about that. Otherwise, I was just really confused by that. Like like you were Pam. It's like what what's going on here? But it's like yeah, like why didn't why, why didn't she show up? Why is, yeah was yeah? So that's cool. That's cool. So it looks like we're forming a baby Avengers team. It's the Young Avengers. It's Young it's Avengers. The young Avengers. You have you have um. Uh, you have Ant Man's kid, Cassie. Uh, Who's you have, her own suit in the new movie. Um, what's what's Kate Bishop, new new Hawkeye, uh, Ms. Marvel, and Scarlet Witch's kids, and who am I forgetting? Uh, Wiccan Maybe. and um, the whatever the speedster yeah. guy is. But who yeah. am I for? Who am I forgetting? There's another kid. Oh, um, Thor's kid. There, I was gonna say, is there a Thor? Oh yeah, love. Child? Yeah, yeah, lo- love. So basically, we have baby Avengers. C- oh, that's up. right. I, for- I was like, wait a minute. That's right. She lives with him then after at the end. Okay. Yeah, I got it. The, there's there's a there's a team of like younger Avengers called they, they're not really Avengers. They're called the Champions, and it's um, Ironheart, Miss Marvel, uh, Miles Morales, Spider Man, um, the 
Amadeus Cho, the Asian Hulk. Um, like, there's so many ways we can go with remember, this. Remember, like, remember at the end of She Hulk, uh, Hulk had a kid. Boom! There you go. <laughs> there you, you go. There's, you there's Hulk's that. kid. So there you go. Yeah, so they're, got, they're we, they very easily could be building to a Young Avengers. So I wouldn't be hey, shocked to see that. I liked him up at Babies. So now we have Avenger Babies. <laughs> That would be hysterical. Oh, I would watch. I, ten out of ten would watch. Avenger watch. babies. Ah, <laughs> uh, ooh, ah, uh, yay! Hey, look, you laugh. They did an entire comic book line where Cosmic Ghost Rider had to go back and protect Baby Thanos. Like they did oh, an God. entire like ten issue run of that, and Cosmic Ghost Rider is actually Frank Castle somehow. It's so weird. Oh wow. Yeah, it's it's a weird, messed up like like storyline, but he basically has to go back and he decides to protect baby Thanos. It's such a weird, it's such a weird run. Sounds weird. <laughs> yeah. So what's coming up next then? Secret Invasion, I think, is the next thing, and uh, Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania, which Ant-Man the trailer the looks Wa- pretty. That looks good. Yeah, that looks yeah. awesome. That looks really interesting. I'm guessing that's going to kick off Phase Five, which is is that where they fight Kang? Everybody fights Kang. Well, Jonathan Majors is appears in the trailer as Kang. Yeah. 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 So he's there. Um, yeah. I think that's going to be what either. Uh, well, there's Kang Dynasty is the name of one of the Avengers movies. So that might be that. That's definitely going to involve Kang. I don't know what Secret Wars is a bit of an interesting one to me because that's a really famous comic book like storyline, like story arc where basically like they all these heroes get put on this thing called battle world and they fight each other. Um, it was kind of a gimmick to sell action figures, honestly, but that's where Spider-Man first got his black suit and stuff like that. So it's, it's a very, it's a very famous story. It's just, I'm interested to see how they're going to do it. But yeah, we got, if you haven't seen the trailer for secret invasion, different than secret wars, Nick Fury, uh, Nick Fury, Samuel Jackson comes back and that's, that's, that's all about series. the Krolls. The scrolls right. in the comic it is, and the scrolls do appear in the in the trailer for this. I don't know how much of the original story. The original storyline in the comics is the scrolls secretly infiltrate Earth and start impersonating like heroes and stuff and try to take over. But we've already seen the scrolls as empathetic characters in the MCU, so I don't know how they're going to play it. Could be interesting. So um, yeah, the next thing looks to be Ant Man and Wasp: Quantum Quantum Mania, um, and then. And and that's in February of 2023. Then we have Secret Invasion somewhere in spring of 2023. Um, then we have um, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 in May of 2023. Which we have Yay. not seen anything for yet. Um, then we have Echo. What? That's the chick from Hawkeye. The oh, the, the the one from Hawkeye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Daredevil also, is rumored to appear. Okay, um, Loki season two is also slated for um, February of, of summer <laughs> 2023. And um, the Marvels will be in July of 2023. I have no idea what to expect for that one. Like, literally um, no idea. You know, uh, you know the, the way Captain Marvel is was received i think it was a, the, it was a mixed reception so basically it sounds like she's going to team with ms marvel we'll see i i don't know i don't know we'll we'll see how did that you guys finish that series did no, you guys finish I, it. I did not uh, captain marvel pops up they like it looks like and i haven't i haven't gone back and watched it in the very in the cut scene at the end they apparently like swap places or something it is what it looks like i don't know 
they made Miss Marvel's powers so weird. Like, I don't understand how her powers work at all, really, but we'll see. It was cute. I liked it, the, the idea of it, you know, teenage girl that is like. I liked the really about. early stuff in Jersey City. The stuff in Jersey City was really fun. All right, guys. Well, so good to talk to you guys again. Yeah. This is fun. I'm glad we did this. So. Yay. All right. <laughs> until 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 next time. I'll, I'll, I'll go watch this Christmas yeah. special, Pam. Go watch the Christmas I will. special. Yeah, it's really I will. good. It's cute. I will. <laughs> All, right. All right. See you guys. All right. See you guys. See you guys.